Welcome to the podcast, our part two with our inaugural guest, John Peely. What's up, John Peely? Big words. Uh, Peel, but no, not much, man. Not much. Uh, <laughs> it's awesome, awesome to awesome to have me back. Okay, John Peel. My bad. I, I definitely knew that. What's going on right now in lockdown? Oh, uh, not much. It's... Um, a little different from the first. I'm not. I'm not coaching as much. I'm not actively coaching as much. But I'm. Uh, I started my master's degree, um, which is 100% online. I'm doing it in exercise science and health promotion. But um, other than that, I've just been at home. I've been training, and um, I'm starting to post more about training on socials. But other than that, um, not much is different. How's it like yeah, doing a yeah. master's online? Is it harder? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, uh, right now I think it, it, it's been easier. And I think it's because I'm studying stuff that I truly enjoy. And mm-hmm. um, I'm actually, I'm doing it out of, um, the school's called California University of Pennsylvania. And one of my profs is actually from from Waterdown, wow. which is literally down the road from my house. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it's been really, it's been really good. Like the, the profs have been, um, really good with the communication, which I was surprised. Like I didn't, I came in there like expecting, oh my gosh, like who do I email? Like if I have any questions, like what's like what's gonna? Are they even gonna get back to me on time? But um, the the transition from in person classes from undergraduate to like online masters is, has actually been easier. And I think it's mainly due to the fact I'm studying stuff that I have prior knowledge about right and it's easy for me to to speak of training topics because it is directly the exercise science portion of it is we are just talking training Mm -hmm. we spend three weeks like as a class just discussing you know how to improve one's 100 meter sprint time and and all the stuff that goes into that but it's it's been good it's been good it sounds like that's going to be really beneficial when you finish off with that too yeah, no, a hundred percent. Because um, where the industry is going for strength coaches is, if you want a job with a pro team or, or a college team, um, they they they're gonna need you're gonna need a master's degree of some sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. So, well, just just I I need to touch on it. So that, I guess this this will go up next Friday. But it's day two of the Civil War in the states. Yeah, here, basically. <laughs> I don't know. Just we talked about it a little night with Jake last night with Jake Ertle a little bit, and I don't know, John. Like, are you thinking this is super crazy? Like, it's pretty scary. It is. It is pretty scary. Um, I I can't explain it. I I try to stay away from it. To be honest, I I see what's happening and I acknowledge it because I I have like my sister lives in Tennessee, and so like I I do keep a pulse and I have to keep a pulse on, on stuff that's happening in the states, but. I would never predicted that. That was insane, and like, yeah. I just I don't know. I don't know what's going on down there. Like, I had, I don't know if I even mentioned it in the first our first pod, the first podcast, but I had aspirations to go down the states and coach. As of right now, I do not want to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, I I I could care less about going down south and you know coaching at a division three, division two, division one school. I'd rather stay in Canada or even you know hopefully when COVID settles or whatever, I can go to Europe or asia or whatever but it's crazy man like i don't know i don't know what's going on yeah no i think i think a lot of people like myself too is after high school and stuff the states is 
something that's been on my mind. But um, yeah, I don't know about that right now. I think I'm gonna have to postpone my my dreams of going down there because it just doesn't look fun. Like it just looks like a mess, and it's gonna be a mess for a while. Like, exactly. It's funny how like we're in the same position. We put the states like on this pedestal of of greatness. Like mm-hmm. we're you know growing up in Canada, we we experience whatever we experience, but we look at the states and we're like, oh my gosh, like sports are way better over there. It just looks like. They just seem to take it more serious or even like doesn't even have to be sport. It can be anything else. Like the whole American dream Hollywood, of yeah. losing over there, starting your life. Yeah, exactly. And then you see something like that. And not only that, everything that led up to that, right? The whole, you know, Black Lives Matter movement, everything that was going on, it, it's it's a mess. It's mm-hmm. a mess and I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm kind of afraid to see what happens. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, and yeah, to add on that one thing too. Uh, like the Hollywood dream or like that uh, American dream, going to Hollywood and actually seeing it in person, it's so dirty. Like, like you, you picture it, like imagine like the lights everywhere, red carpets, like it's clean as can be. It's nowhere, nowhere near that, which is, it's puts it in a perspective, I guess, when you, when you experience it in person, but I mean, again, everything, like, so many awesome things happen there, and it's really cool, but, yeah, it's just different. It's not what you expect. Different's a word. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched, I was watching the um, uh, highlights of yesterday of the 2016 World Juniors when Connor McDavid played, and it was in Toronto, and it was a big deal, and that was, their, that was one of the better teams they've ever had, um, and they won against Russia. And Stephen Harper is like in the middle of the crowd. Like he used to go to the Kitchen Rangers game sometimes. Like, um, like I know friends who have met him at Rangers game. Like he would go in the crowd. Like he was at the World Junior Game sold out arena with fourteen thousand people. Right. Like no security or anything. And then he wasn't in like a box. Like in the normal seats. Like nothing. Like Trudeau couldn't do that these days. I bet. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty nuts. So we'll move on though. You we need to talk touch about. You were the inaugural guest. You got, I don't want to say by far, but you got quite a bit. You got the most listens easily on Spotify because you're that first episode. Everyone goes text you when they find our, find our podcast. I'm, literally, I'm going to leave it to that. I mean, I think you've had way more interesting guests. I think it helps that I was the first, you know, because you're <laughs> right. Once they click on that, they're, they're listening to mine. <laughs> you get, you get like every week you'll get a couple of new listeners just like because you're that first one. Oh, that's awesome. That's the luck of the draw, I guess. There you go. Yeah, that's huge. (laughs) Um, Another thing I wanted to talk to you, this is a huge thing, is you're doing a lot of posting right now of training. And is this like a company that you're starting or virtual training? Change the standard. Yeah. uh, Pardon? Yeah. Change the standard. That's what it's called. Yeah, and I find that really cool. I've been keeping in touch with it and looking at uh, another guest we've had, Gervier. Gervier, yeah, he's yeah, Gervier, yeah. Uh, he's been doing a bunch of posting. John A, like it's it's pretty cool, and it looks like it's yeah. gonna be big. So would you be able to talk a little bit about what's going on there? Yeah, so yeah, so um, it's called Game Changer Performance, but the whole slogan behind it is oh, raise shit. the standard, and it's like <laughs> my bad. No, but it, it's it. No, you're good. It's um, <laughs> like my whole goal, like when I first got into coaching, was to quote-unquote raise the standard or improve the coaching quality in Canada and that's another reason I'm getting this master's degree because 
what's going to be insane is when I'm done this master's and I say the same things I've been saying now, a year from now, after I get my degree, people are going to listen to me a year from now, even though I said it today where I said it three years ago. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I have those letters behind my name now. But um, anyways, Game Changer Performance, it, it's a, right now it's, it's an education platform that offers online training programs. Um, we have a general program that's, that's extremely affordable. It's $30 a month. It's just general, nothing's individualized. Um, and it's three days a week. Then we have our individualized programs, which vary in price, but um, it's nothing but that it's just an educational platform it allows us to get our thoughts out and um on top of that it allows us to you know help other people if they want it if they reach out like we're not actively reaching out to people that's not the goal of it that was that wasn't the goal of it it was something um there's something actually we started back in 2017 but we put it on the back burner um ever since i really started more hours at nlpt i just kind of left it and I archived all the posts. Like you don't see any of the old stuff that used to be on there, but um, that that's what it is. It's, it's just an educational service on training. Um, and we do offer help with programming if people were to approach us. Mm-hmm. Again, we're not actively seeking. We're not, I'm not going to message people and be like, Oh, come, uh, you know, come train, you know, come train under my, our programs. Like, it's not that it's not that at all. Now who's we, is so that what, you and Gervier and John? Yeah, so so it's actually um, it's the same people that were a part of it in 2017. It's myself, Gravier Romana, and a gentleman by the name of Jacob Morton. Um, basically, Jacob Morton I met through Brock University. That was my, my first year of my undergrad. I was a physical edu- education student at Brock, and I interned with their sport performance um, internship, and I met Jacob through the Kin, the Kin faculty, and um, we've always bounced training ideas off each other's minds and um, he's helping out with the, with the account. Um, but it's just us three right now. Um, again, nothing too serious, but it's something that I think um, I won't lie. Like seeing you guys continue to grow gave me inspiration to be like, why don't I just start this up again and see what happens and be consistent. Like it's, it's seeing, you know, small accounts being consistent, growing day by day and seeing the success of other accounts happening mm-hmm. or, or like growing, you know what I'm saying? That allowed me to be like, okay, let's, let's give it a go. Like, we know we're ordering merchandise where we, we will sell those if people want to buy a hat or, or shirts or whatever, but it's, um, that it's just us three. It's just us three for now. That's awesome. No, that's pretty cool. That's a little more inspiration for us. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like, uh, I, sorry. My apologies. No, I was no. just saying like, um like the credit to you guys and and like you never know who's watching right like mm-hmm. it takes one person to click this video and be like oh like i'm gonna share the charge up podcast with this person and this person and all of a sudden everyone's like oh what the heck? like the, the buzz gets bigger and bigger and bigger yeah exactly so, and just thank you guys thank you guys for sticking with it i think i said that in the first episode I'm like i hope i really hope you guys stuck stick with it and you guys stuck with it and now we're here second lockdown middle <laughs> yeah. of a crisis or whatever yeah but we're yeah well, that's just something i want we want to talk about that more too for sure but i just want to touch out like all like the ups and downs right like even like the last couple of weeks our our podcast haven't done as well so we've been focusing on the youtube but like there's so many ups and downs right you get your cool guests and then you, you get i don't know you're not you're all oh, the guests are cool but sometimes you get your big guests sometimes you don't think a guest is going to be big they get a bunch of views and this isn't really related to you. I just thought I'd talk about it. Like it's crazy. All the ups and downs you go through and you think <laughs> no, we but... thought 
pretty set and then we're going through a little bit of slump again and it has nothing to do with us it's just sometimes the views don't go no but i i understand what you're saying like i I think it really helps that you know having you know keith yourself mueller and nate like as a group being collectively like holding each other accountable like Mm -hmm. i think it's much tougher if one of you guys try to do this all yourself yeah like you know it's it's great that's that's why like even when i did this thing in 2017 i needed just two other people just even just to be like, hey, like, let's post something or let, let's figure this out. Like, and I think it, it's it's good seeing those up and downs because, like I said, like you guys from the first podcast to now, it's much different. And oh, I think yeah. It's, it's great. Like, I've, I've listened. I've listened to like all the podcasts like it's and I, and I hope you guys like, again, you don't know who's watching it, but I'm sure people tune in over and over again. Like it, it's especially now with lockdown, mm-hmm. well, especially now, like everyone's home. Yeah, Keep posting right, like oh yeah, get people like it's just it's one of those things. But no, I hear you. Yeah, and it was cool. We had a uh, Ethan Gill. He just committed to Toronto University for football, and uh, he's been a, like a at, like he's been viewing them ever since. So a big fan. So shout out to him. So it was just cool, and like we didn't expect him to be listening. So it just bounces off your point. Like you just never know who's listening, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, we'll get into uh, now. I'll get back to questions. I know this is pretty chill interview. We didn't really have any set. Well, we had set questions, but no specific topics really. And so, obviously, you're done at NLPT, and I talked to you and stuff and thanked you. But like, you've impacted so many people's lives. And is that kind of? I don't want to make you sad, but is that kind of like a chapter now that's in your life and kind of moving on from? And that chapter's in the past, in a way. Um, in in a way, like I said, I, I am still part time staff. Um, but I understand my new rules. Like I understand I'm not in charge. So in that sense, like I don't make the calls now. So it, it is a closed chapter and like, um, you, you do see the development, yeah. like the amount of work I put in with other coaches, obviously. And we, we just see like the growth of athletes and like, it's just, you know, to look back on, yeah, the chapter is a little closed, but, um, it's not like, I won't see them again. Like I will, yeah. like I will be back there popping by or whatever. They need me to come coach, but I, it, it is a good way. I'm almost closing the chapter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. Like you, not even like workout wise, you just touched on like so like just being there every day. Right. Like you impacted so many people's lives and you're great there. So I don't know. It makes me sad talking about it, but <laughs> no, and then another I, question was like, What's something that obviously it's so many experience there. You work with so many people, you met so many people. And what are some of the main things that you learned that you could share with us? And I know you kind of, it's on the spot, but if anything comes to yeah. your head. Um, the one thing is like, I didn't think I would have as much as an impact um, that I did on people. And it really, it really showed through like, like when I started telling people I wouldn't be there as much or like I'm I'm not full time, I'm doing my masters, I don't know how much I'll be here. I started getting like DMs and emails from parents and and athletes, but it's like, wow, like having this parent reach out because their their son or daughter told them this coach is leaving and he's been there for like two to three years and it's just like I never knew like I thought SNC coaches had an impact, don't get me wrong, but to the extent of what we can impact someone is is much more greater than I could ever think of. Like I think at times we could have more impacts than, than sport coaches. 
you know, d- depending who the sport coach is, obviously I think it's rare. Like obviously you, you, you know, head coaches in, in your given sport have more impact generally, but in saying that there is a huge um, space for SNC coaches to have an impact. And I think that's the main thing. Like I, I, like I said, I'm lost for words because I, I never thought I would have received some of the messages I've received. And uh, yeah. And to put it in perspective, I was at an OPT probably two years ago now for a short amount of time. And John was my coach for all the listeners. And um, yeah, it was a short amount of time. But even then, like you impacted my training. To this day, I still hate kettlebell swings. But just the whole entire <laughs> thing was like you impacted. You taught me so much, like form, everything that I still use and will use forever. So even like that, that's huge thanks. And it puts in, like I said, perspective that you do. I was there a really short amount of time. Matt's been there a long time. I know, you know, Danielson, he's been there. He, You trained with him for a long time too. So. I just slapped off. Just, he's done now. I, call, I called him yesterday. He messaged me yesterday. Oh, he did? Say he, what? Danielson, he leave at OPT? Yeah, Danielson, he, he literally messaged me the other day. Yeah, literally yesterday. And was like, kind of like, like, hey, like, Miss, you know, I just wanted to, like basically send me a message like I appreciate you, whatever. Yeah. I ended up hopping on a FaceTime call to catch up and, and see what he's doing in terms of training. But no, yeah, I, I, I you're welcome. And you know what? And if any athlete I've ever trained, you know, watches this episode, I tell them this in person. And um, if you ever need anything, just reach out. Right? It's not like I'm gone, gone. It's not like I forgot how to speak the English language. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like reach out. If you have a question, yeah. I'll answer. So. Yeah, a couple of things I want you to said too. Like, uh, I don't like I I was there even before you, right? So I've seen you the whole time, and I'm big on the re- relationship part of a trainer. Like when new trainers, I like all right. When I have a new coach who's like not actually yeah. my head coach, right? Or like if I'm on the ice yeah. summer, and it's someone new, like I'm like, I don't know. This is like I don't know, maybe cocky or whatever. I'm like, why are you telling me to do this? Like, you know what I mean? They sometimes jump oh, into much and stuff, and I don't like it, but. Um, like I'd say you definitely have a bigger impact, especially on me and like the hockey guys who are seeing you every day. Like I've seen you 20 times more than I've seen my coach from last year, like all the time. And you can tell when you're having a bad day, you can tell when I'm having a bad day. Like that's just, that's yeah. the stuff that's super cool about the training and coaches can really make or break that for you. I'm sure there's a lot of people who have had coaches or strength and conditioning coaches that stopped going to the gym because they didn't like their coach. Oh, hundred percent. And there's some, there's some in the area that we we've been told about right yeah. we know people in the area that you know whatever but i hear you i hear that you know it, it is it is a relationship built business above all like mm-hmm. as much as it's, it's cliche to say like no one cares about how much you know until you show them how much you care like i'm sure you've heard that saying yeah. but like i remember like going off Mueller's point of my first days at nlpt my first goal was not, was to not step on anyone's toes like the mm-hmm. first time I ever coached HP, I'm like, I'm not stepping on anyone's toes. Like I'm going to, I'm just going to coach. And if I see an injury risk, I'll step in. But other than that, I'm going to get you to, I'm going to get to know you. And I want you to get to know yeah. me, relationship build, and then you'll trust me. Like, I think that and, oh, yeah, and sure. a lot of coaches seem to not do that. And I witnessed some over my years there and short tenured coaches that we don't see anymore. But I, I hear everything you're saying and I appreciate that. I appreciate, appreciate you a lot. And that's what sets you apart from competition. Like in in any industry, I think it's safe to say now that there's, the competition's huge for a lot of things. 
So it's just those little things like the communication relationship building is what you sets you apart and get like brings you from here to here, right? And that's that's what you got. And I know that whatever you do next after an LPT, we'll try and see what uh, what your plans are after this. But um, but yeah, like I think that's something. Just talking to you here and through training with you and our first episode, you got that relationship building skill which will by far set you right to the top. So congratulations oh, for that. You. Thank you for saying that. No, thank you. So let's go back into the change of standard. We kind of didn't get into full, not shit, not change of standard. Always say change the standard. Like the standard. Raise, raise the standard. I hear raise you. The I hear you. I wrote down. Messed it up yeah. twice. <laughs> so... Let's get like, is this some, is this kind of just something you want to do on the side or like, is this something you're hoping gets bigger? Yeah. So, um, obviously I hope it gets big. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be huge. Um, the, but the reason like I, the reason why I revamped it or I changed the logo and everything, like, I don't, I don't even want to show you the first logo I ever <laughs> had. And even my first post on the account, if you go to the account right now and you look at the first post, the logo is different now. And it, it was literally within a week. I, I posted that logo. I had I had actually a former athlete at LPT DM me and go, hey, do you want me to, you know, uh, show you different types of logos and see if you like it? I'm like, why not? If you're here to make it better, go for it. She mocked it up, did it way better, sent it. I was like, oh, my God. Not even a week after I posted, I thought the revamped <laughs> logo, I revamped it again. But um, and I'm like, it's crazy. But, um, no, the goal, the goal is just, you know, again, like to, to educate people on training, but also, um, if we can make it big, like that, that would be great. Uh-huh. Like I'm sure, I think everyone, if, well, I shouldn't say everyone, but most people, they can blow up their social medias or, oh, yeah. you know, I think they would, they would take the opportunity to do that. Um, so in terms of the, the goal for that is I, I really mapped out, I have a year where I'm doing online schooling. Um, unfortunately we're in lockdown. Unfortunately there's a pandemic going on. Um, but I have a year to, to, to do something on the side along with schooling. And I don't want to waste that time to just, oh yeah, I just spent a year in my house on the computer mm-hmm. getting a mm-hmm. master's degree. I don't, I don't want that. Like it, there needs to be some ex, uh, experience attached to it. It can't just be the educational piece. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's, it's a good time to start the virtual programming. I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm sure it's like this with everything meetings like my dad's work my mom's work schools like are gonna have an online option probably for years to come like programming i'm sure is the same we got that app that app's never gonna go away unless something better comes along right so it's definitely the way the trend so it's kind of it's a good time for that for sure yeah and the whole new year too everyone wants to get in shape or whatever like i i've had I've had like, like, it's not much, but like within the first week of posting that we have online training programs, we've had four people message. Mm-hmm. Like, it, and it's something yeah, like, oh, actually- wow, I didn't even know. Right. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know four people were going to message. Oh, okay. You want programming for us? Sounds good. Let's get set up. Like it's, it's, uh, it's good. It's, it's good. And it keeps, it keeps you, I think, especially like relating it back to this podcast, it keeps you driven. Like, even though like, like, you know, Mueller, you're, you're a hockey player, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like it's still doing something on the side attached to that. That keeps you driven yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah and um something i don't know we're kind of slowly wrapping up here there's an 
So I know you aren't training as much when you're working those crazy hours all the time. Or has that something you've kind of got back into? I know you love training, but it's, it was hard that you were working crazy. So are you starting to train more now that you're home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and the thing is, too, is um, the one thing that's tough about the industry is, especially going in as a young coach, is I just spent three years coaching people. And I, and I thought I did a very good job, but because – I don't, it's not to make the excuse. I didn't have time. I did have time. I just prioritized other things. And I want, yeah. I want people are listening to this. Like you have time to work out. You have time to train. I just prioritized different things at the time. Um, could I have trained every day? hundred percent. I could have got up an hour earlier, drove to work, trained before HP and, and got it done. Um, but the first time in around since grade since my return year in high school, so five years ago, I I've hired a coach to coach me and it's not, really? it's not to teach me anything, but it's to motivate it's you to be like, okay, hold me accountable. But yeah, but yeah, teach you not even motivate, but like, I think and I forget, someone told me this, I forgot who, but someone said, someone said, you're not a true strength coach unless you have another strength coach program for you. And mm -hmm. I haven't, I didn't have that in three years at NLPT. I didn't have a coach program for me i programmed for myself for three years and i did well but i think i need someone to just program for me like i want to i want to experience your training methods i want to experience your training system um and i'll put my body through it because you know for me like i'm done playing sport and unfortunately right now i know majority of us to a to an extent we're all done because of the lockdown but i'm saying i'm done playing like contact sport like the if we were in a normal uh, world right now where the pandemic didn't exist i'd be playing um just men's touch football mm -hmm. which is you know just something i just run around in so the coach i hired anyways um again my first coach since my return year of high school which is going to help with accountability and i'm and, and he's doing everything virtual obviously right now so i'm sending him videos every day and um you know and if i can have good conversation with him i i engage in those but yeah to answer your question i i am training more which is good um and it helps that it helps that I don't work the long days. It really does. Yeah, and I think that's, that's really yeah. I was yeah, I was just gonna say that too. And I think it's what you said. What you said there is really important. Like a little lesson for everyone too. That like no matter how good you get in anything you do, like you can always improve. Like I know in uh, football, people always like at the top highest levels. They're still training. They still got people telling them what to do. That's with everything. Hockey, uh, the best actors in the world are always, they have someone coaching them, right? Like no matter what you do, there's always room for improvement. So that's, I like how you brought that up because it's, so, it's super true. Uh, yeah, like a hundred percent. Like I think, you know, if someone in one's lifetime, if you can get at least two mentors, you know, if someone can mentor you through something, um, I mean, it's it's huge. Like, mm -hmm. if someone's willing to do that, because um, there are a lot of things you know you got to figure out yourself. But it, it helps when you do have that coach. And I think I think everyone should hire a coach. Yeah. Like, it's not. I'm not talking about just strength and conditioning. It doesn't have to be a strength coach. Like, mm -hmm. you don't need to. You don't need to like lift weights. You don't need a strength train. You don't need to do crazy assault bike interview intervals. Like, if you don't like that kind of working out or training, and you like something else, do that. But still invest in a coach of some sort to help you grow because um that's one thing also i learned and this just brings me back to one of the questions you asked before but like the thing about training or, or movement 
it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Like if it doesn't get you excited to train, then you don't need to do it. Like I'd rather have someone that's like, yeah, I want to run a marathon every other week, even though I don't agree with, you know, I think strength training is more superior for mm-hmm. maybe their goals, but if they'd rather do that because they want to, yeah, go do it. I'm not going to stop you from exercising. Like yeah. it, get a coach that can understand that too. And like you hit it up, you hit it, you hit it on the head there, Keith. I think a coach is really crucial mm-hmm. to people's development. Yeah. Then yeah. Very the, true. The final, oh, sorry. The final, I know I've talked to you a little bit. You mentioned it a little bit kind of a final years, like what, what's your end goal? What's the next step for you after this masters? What's the end goal? I know you're going to have, you have no clue what's going to happen, right? You never know. You said you could go anywhere. You'd be willing to go almost anywhere, right? In the world to coach. So what's the next step? What's the end goal? So the next step, I won't quite announce yet because I want to seek it through a little more, but it, it involves a collegiate opportunity in Canada. Nice. Um, the end goal is to be a collegiate strength coach at some point in time, um, whether that's at a college in Ontario, whether that's a university in Ontario, whether that's across Canada, whether that's overseas, um, to, to have that experience um the it'd be awesome to be a pro strength coach like for a professional team of of any sport i think that would be a really cool experience um but at the end of the day i still and i said this a while ago i want to open my own gym like when it's all said and done like i think it'd be it'd be cool to be an entrepreneur and and go through the ups and downs of that and and be like that but that that's like something you own like another thing again i've been reading a lot because i have more time but someone said like you don't want to spend your life building someone else's dreams like build yours like someone's Mm going to hire you to build their dreams if you don't build your dreams so and that was basically the whole thing about just you know be an entrepreneur just take the chances and and own your thing because no one can take that away from you but once someone hires you to build their dream you're not doing like yeah again if you're cool with that again cool with that i'm not saying that's a terrible thing I'm just saying I'm in more of the mindset of I want to own something at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. But yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree with that 100%. Yeah, and I think that's it. Do you have anything else, Keith? Or uh, No, I think that went really, really well. Yeah, that was awesome for a, like an on-structure. Right? We got a great conversation. and Hopefully everyone listening enjoyed it. Obviously inaugural guests, so we needed to have you on sometime. And even in our first episode, we said we'd have you on again, so took 60 episodes eight months oh, but yeah. we did it we got it <laughs> we got it done yeah i know i i appreciate you guys a lot i appreciate that um thank you guys and continue continue to do what you guys do like obviously i'll support you guys as much as i can i'm sure you guys know that so uh and you, you got know, the charge up show on your on. back too <laughs> we got you sounds good thank you